0: Join us in a few minutes as we go over all of the clues for the Alienist episode three.
1: You're tuning in to the destination for TV Superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let
0: the buzz begin. I like this ambient music. Um, I like how I always say join us <laughs> in like the live score. Cool. I know. I always <laughs> say join us in a few minutes, and the, the like advertisement seconds. for AfterBuzz is like two seconds. Yeah, join us in two seconds. I have no concept of time. I'm one two three Jackie B. Um, you can catch me uh, one two three Jackie B. on all platforms: Twitter, Instagram, except for Snapchat, where I'm Jackie B one two three
1: because boo Snapchat. And <laughs> <laughs> you know I actually love Snapchat. They have like the best filters. Hey guys, I'm, I'm not gonna take my Snapchat, but you can find me on Instagram at Miss Marie and also on Twitter at TV.
2: Hey guys, I'm Alice Ford. You can find me on Twitter at Alice L. Ford or on Instagram at Alice's Adventures on Earth. And I'm really excited about this episode because there's like so many little tidbits we got. So I'm This excited. is so random, but I love the name of your blog
3: because it's like Alice's Adventures in Wonderland I but you're on Earth. So dope. <laughs> Thank you. So dope. It is. And yes, all of the small clues we are loving this episode. I am Takira Shabray, and you can catch me on Instagram and newly to Twitter at Takira underscore Shabray.
0: So give her a follow, you guys. She's new to Twitter. Show her some love. I know, right.
3: right. I'm working on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we have something special for you. We have four books of The Alienist. Um, The cover art is from the TV series to give away and we'll announce we'll we'll draw a winner from an old-timey hat um.
2: That's right. We'll draw a winner. I'll Actually, I yes. have some old timey hats, so I'm going to bring them in for um, when we draw the winner.
0: I remembered so. you saying that, so I was volunteering your old timey hat. Right. I'm like, oh,
2: we do. Oh, yeah. I, I have <laughs> some. I have like a beaver skin top hat from Ooh. like 1910 or something. So I'll definitely bring.
0: So it So there you go. We'll bring in. We'll draw your name from an old timey hat. Um. In the fifth episode, we're on episode three right now. So that gives you two episodes-ish Ish. to mm-hmm. comment on iTunes or YouTube. If you've already commented on our shows, you've entered the comment portion but then you have to follow each of us on Instagram on and mm-hmm. Twitter, Twitter as well. And after Buzz. And well. after Buzz yes. as well. And
1: while we're at it, you know, chat with yeah. us under our videos yes. and, and uh, yeah. you know, share your favorite parts of our shows as well.
0: Yes, so we have a new death in this episode. Oh. A new dawn, a new death. A new dawn, <sighs> a new, new death. Um, I don't know. Did they actually give us the name of the child who was murdered in this episode? No, I don't think no, they did yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not yet. Yet. Um, So we have, we have another um, child prostitute f- who was dressed like a girl um same same murder on a high place on a roof mm-hmm. um same thing with the missing of the eyeballs mm-hmm. we have we got glimpses of the body so I, did, I couldn't tell if it was the same like gash marks but it looked
3: like it yeah it was yeah. like upper some upper yes it and we like way more blood. more blood yeah but, it was yeah. like a little bit more, and and okay i don't love but i guess i do love that we called it when we said heights Yes, we mentioned on our first episode we said this guy has something to do he has some factuation with heights Mm -hmm. so it's like all coming together Mm -hmm. this is coming from people I haven't even read the book so my book
0: reading is matched up with the episodes so none of us had read Mm -hmm. the book far enough to know that that was a thing no not at all
1: we're just yeah, eight, eight. come We're here. Players, advanced knowledge. Right? I
3: Feel like an investigator. <laughs> I
1: think they should put us in the next season. Just I put us in there. <laughs> yes. You know, just I don't like us those in. broad
3: shoulders. <laughs>
1: Find a couple killers. Right. Definitely. I mean, it's actually kind of fashionable. Right.
3: right. So. Of like,
0: oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go
3: ahead. I have at it.
0: I I just wanted to get a little bit with this new death. We also see more of the. Um, the police clash between Connor and Roosevelt, mm-hmm. and who I like to call Old Chief Bane, because yeah. that's what his voice sounds like. <laughs> yes. Like, hello, I'm the old right. police chief. That was a terrible Bane impression. <laughs> Steve can do one. Steve. 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 Steve.
1: Steve, where are you, Steve? He he doesn't care. He oh, come done. on. Steve. You don't request the Bain impersonation. <laughs> that that is it. There we go. There Only there we go. in <laughs> London in 1947. <laughs> oh my
3: God. I don't know
1: what year it is or
2: where it is. Yes, Sorry, guys. Definitely, definitely <laughs> New York.
3: But yeah, the the whole uh, clash of the police. I'm. You kind of see Teddy Roosevelt like step up a little bit and kind of take. Take charge, take charge of, him. okay, mm-hmm. who's going to get the upper hand here? So he's obviously trusting in Dr. Chrysler and Sarah and John and the Isaacson brothers. He's counting on them, mm-hmm. <clears throat> almost counting on them to kind of find more because I think he kind of knows and realizes the whole police corruption yeah. thing going on. So
1: Yeah, and, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I mean there's definitely corruption. We saw that in the opening scene where uh, the old police chief was sitting in with that family. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said it's Vanberg son that's -hmm. being accused Willem so okay so they know there's something going on this guy (sighs) Willem first of all your name is Willem okay Um, that's kind of creepy right there same name as a famous
0: drag queen I just want to point
1: that out (laughs) well alrighty Uh, no relation wow okay Okay, there's some type of connection there I don't know if they picked it because they were a fan or what no the book was written in 1995 (laughs) right so so we see that there's a connection there so whoever this family is um, the police chief he knows them well he sat down with them, He said, look, you gotta get your son mm-hmm. because your son, you know, the word's getting out that your son is doing this.
3: And the father was so unbothered. Like, he, I mean and sitting there and like, the, the, right, and he's like it, it, that really bothered me and it just it's signs that this has been going on for, for some time now mm-hmm. and no one's really
0: doing anything. I think part of it too is the parents, they it seems like they're insinuating that because their son went to the Boys dresses as Girls brothel mm-hmm. um, Persis Hall. Per- Persis? Per- 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 Persis Hall. Mm-hmm. I have pronunciation <laughs> okay. problems. Um, it seems like they are shunning his lifestyle, and so they're trying, like, as much as this is probably their only kid and as much as they want to be yes. like, oh, this is my son, I love him, they're fighting that whole well, like, we have to stand by our son because he's our son and we love him, but we also are, like, extremely distasteful of, like, everything he does. Well, I don't... Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I don't think in the last episode we ever heard anything about this character, right? No. So, like, the no. beginning of the episode just kind of opened with that, and, and then it was just kind of never talked about again. So I I don't really know, like, where... Is this, like, something that police are doing to try and, like, deflect or... Well, I'm glad you I'm
1: glad you said that, too, because I think that's why we're starting to see the police chief. I think that's why he's starting to become more and more active because mm-hmm. I think he's trying to low-key put a handle on this situation mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. having his hand in the mix. And I think that uh, that was a group of journalists uh, when mm-hmm. they were outside of the mm-hmm. building and they were saying, we're starting to see more of you. Like, you're starting to come around more. Mm-hmm. Only because he knows what's going... He really knows what... He's the right. only one that knows what's really going on. On, and he's not saying anything exactly. which makes him a part of the problem too
3: and if everyone mm-hmm. else is, is seeing a pattern i mean the reporter the journalist like he mentioned he said he, when he was talking to uh, to uh, teddy roosevelt he was like are you starting to see a pattern here do we have a pattern a pattern duh like obviously everyone else sees it yes and the chief the captain i mean what's going on and
1: but now we know who is paying the captain
3: mm-hmm. right it's well, the police true. chief
1: because the police chief has the has the connection with the family
3: and right. I do
0: like that it's this kind of, they set up this dichotomy, not just between, like, corrupt old world order, but literally corrupt older people versus younger people. Mm-hmm. You know, you had that mm-hmm. comment uh, early on in the episode where he's like, oh, you have these, I don't know, he used some terrible term, but it was, like, <laughs> basically young whippersnappers, right. uh, and you're giving them awards and everything, because mm-hmm. these are the people that Teddy's trying to pull into the force, because he knows that... They're young and uncorrupt, and so right. those are the only people that he can trust. Right. Which Out is with smart. the old and
3: in with the new. And yeah. it worked. It worked right. because they tipped him off. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. I don't know how the journalists
2: got there before the other guys, but... It's just all corrupt. <laughs> Everybody well, has you have, Yeah,
0: and it's like they they know more because Moore is also a journalist. Well, mm-hmm. to some level. I mean, in this incarnation, he's an illustrator, but... um so they probably know his whereabouts or are following him around um, and know enough people to ask where to find him. Mm-hmm.
1: And word so. travels fast. You know, they, there really mm-hmm. isn't any type of uh, discretion. <clears throat> I mean, they talk openly and freely in these rooms. They don't look around to see who's in there. So I'm pretty right. sure there's always somebody that's just close enough to hear what's going on. Right. I do
0: like, though, that uh, Chrysler mentioned that they're setting up a, a private location where
3: they can all meet um, rather than a public yeah, dining it's a space. about yeah.
2: Delmonico's. Delmonico's,
3: right. like you know, that restaurant is still open. Like yeah, it's that, a real restaurant. I mean, in new it's York. a it's a real restaurant in New York. It they were serving uh, their signature drink, like for the premiere of the uh, show, which I uh, thought that was kind of cool. So if you're in your, in your new in New York, can't speak today, then uh, snap a picture of uh, of yourself at Delmonico's and. Tag just. us something. Yeah. yeah, that's kinda interesting.
1: I think we're all just kind of speechless, you know, right. as to what this episode left There's in our mind. There's so minds. much information. There's so much yeah. going on. So Which things. brings
0: us to hashtag It Means Something, Woo-hoo. our It Means Something segment.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: there was so much information. I think we we all have maybe more than one thing that we thought, oh my gosh, this is another thing to add
3: this is another piece of the clue to add to our arsenal. Right. Yeah. So take us off and let us know what yours was. Absolutely. So if uh, this is your first time joining us here at AfterBuzz Buzz TV, um, we have a segment called Hashtag It Means Something where we talk about all the small details that normal people may have missed, but the investigator in you and I picked up on it. So if you have one, we are going live. Feel free to add your comment. Um, my hashtag It Means Something was the reflection of Sarah, the younger self. Uh, looking at her younger self in the mirror. Um, This was obviously moments after uh, Dr. Chrysler kind of accused them of not being able to cope with who they really are and the issues that they Mm -hmm. face. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that kind of set something off in her. I think, um, you know, obviously her father committing suicide at a younger age and uh, her mother losing her mother at a younger age. I think that might be, you know, her telling herself that that's when she, that that's where she needs to dig to truly uh, find herself so yeah Sarah looking in the mirror and seeing her younger self I think it's something that we're gonna have to see that was the moment with. we took
0: back we were taken aback too because usually this series focuses on the literal like mm-hmm. literal clues we're we're ensconced in the time period as we get later I have some info on the costume designer but He even says there are shows that'll take liberties with the costumes, but he went very literally like, this would come from this time period, this Mm -hmm. is what you wear. Mm -hmm. Um, So for us, having that one element of like imagination or fantasism that wasn't related to like being drugged or something like that was
2: like shocking. (laughs) So it had to, I agree, it has to mean something. something. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I have so many things written down here. I was like, <laughs> I was like "What is that? Mean? Girl. Is that some sort of tip?" Well, first is the man in the hot tub. I think I was uh. like, "Oh wait, that like obviously to me that was the killer," but then that whole scene just seemed a little bit Disturbing. just like out of place to me. Mm-hmm. They show all these kids in the hot tub, boys. Or, Mm-hmm. Spring. I don't know what they called it back then. Um, and then obviously a man who's just sitting there, kind of taking it all in and really enjoying the scene. I oh. wonder if that is a public bath. Probably, yeah. That's and the I, word won- I was looking for. Yeah, and
0: I wonder <laughs> if that is like where the killer uh, is also tro like looking for trolling for guys, yeah. trolling <laughs> for guys basically, right. um, because we know he's going to. Pra- Praises Hall. Praises Hall. Praises Hall. <laughs> Hall. we know he's going there but this could be uh another place because not all of the people the kids that
3: have been murdered have
0: been from there so right but, and mm-hmm. you see
3: my i don't know if this is like a, a kind of a off of your ending something but the mole on his lip don't know if anybody else caught that. Again, I'm very wow. detailed. So now every character that we see, I'm looking for a mole on the lip. Like he has silver teeth a silver and a mole. Teeth, mole the details,
1: on the, lip. the little details.
0: The little
3: details, yeah. And a mole and he was, was t- created
0: because his teeth were so jacked up. Right. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs>
3: but he, and he's young, too. I mean, we see the back of him, and like you said, he's just kind of sitting there chilling. Right. And, and you look in the background, you see hats that obviously look like policemen obviously they see this random person who was sitting in the hot spring so if the rest of the boys are young he obviously has to be young because he's not standing out and if he is standing exactly. out why aren't they saying anything like that that, that whole scene it's I'm someone so glad they trust though yes. so it's yeah. like he blends
1: in very well yeah. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to the killer my it means something is uh he was wearing gloves I don't know if you guys saw oh. but um. I am of the belief that he was the one that was underneath, which I, I, I the mean, the, the underneath s- the stairs. The, yes, or anything? when they left and the body was found, and the person who found the a wallet. If you look closely, he had on a pair of gloves. Mm. So to me, that implies that maybe he's a climber, and we know that he likes heights. So maybe that's how he gets up and down. He's a climber, and I saw yeah. those gloves. So that's something that we should definitely look out for. So I think that that it means something. So let's pay attention to that. Also, yeah. I want to point out that Madeline, hey girl, hey, Madeline, uh, Madeline Paletti, she said that uh, the police chief is taking bribes from the brothel owner. So I think that that's one of the things that I see in the chat. Maybe that mm-hmm. means something to Madeline. Uh, yeah. So let's keep that in mind. But back to the glove.
0: <laughs> I, the thing about there the was gloves, a leather black glove because I, I agree with you that mm-hmm. that's the killer the guy hiding with the gloves yeah, right. under yeah. the stairs you know <laughs> Um, but it's weird to me because he's leaving fingerprints. So, exactly.
1: what are you doing? You're like taking off the well, gloves. No, well, the gloves, like... the gloves, were, they, they actually have the fingerprints out. So, they're the ones that oh, like uh, so like I motorcycle riders know. wear. I mean, well, I don't know. You know I the didn't ones know that. Those that are those. actually rock climbing gloves.
2: Oh. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're climbing. For, they're for like um, going on ropes and like sliding down the rope oh. like that so that you don't get rope burn on your hand but your fingers are out. So you can still oh. get the traction.
3: And we it, brought that up last episode. Yeah. The whole, like, rock climbing and all mm-hmm. of that. And I noticed when he was up kind of in the ceiling, like, hiding, he was gripping the wood, He mm-hmm. and he didn't have gloves on. It was just, like, bare-bloodied. So that's a, that's yeah, a really good And
1: also... That also shows that he is, again, very wealthy. We saw his parents, but I mean, I don't know any poor people that can afford leather gloves to climb. Not I mean, that, no. you're just going to have some messed up, you know, nice hands. Socks. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, he's very wealthy. We've met his parents. Or,
3: well, maybe. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, if it's maybe. If it's right, Willem, right. we're still finding Willem. Willem. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Sounds like a climber to me.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Willem the climber. Willem the climber. Um, the other thing about that that scene that was interesting to me is that they say, they're saying, okay, how did he get in here because it's this high and the doors are locked? So, like, when you saw the outside of the building, there's nothing to me on the outside of that building that would even be able to climb. So I'm like, what yeah. if he had a key as well, like his own hmm. key to that?
1: Well, Madeline... <laughs> She's so, um, you're such she, an alienist, Madeline. Madeline. We just go love Madeline. you. She said, yes, the killer also has climbing shoes. Excellent. Oh, oh good. So old, he has gloves and shoes. And then wood, you can gain traction on wood. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. Everything built back then was made out of wood.
2: Yeah, and there was like rafters. It
3: would be really easy to get.
1: And you know what? I'm sure you would know about that misadventure. (laughs) Alice's (laughs) adventures.
3: (laughs) Adventures world. I've climbed a few rafters
2: back in the day. Wait a minute. Where you
3: like time travel? I don't know. No, No, just I grew up in like
2: I grew up in this like out in the middle of nowhere and we had a lot of farmhouses that were like near where I lived. And so my friends and I in elementary school would go and climb in the rafters and, like, Aww, walk around. Totally That's, That's awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. So we've got a lot of clues, guys. Yeah, right. So we I
0: have fun. another thing, and this is from, this is, like, a book clue moment. Um, when At the beginning, when Sarah's talking with, who I assume is Teddy Roosevelt's daughter, um... And she says, our fathers used to be friends. And the girl asked her if she knows how to shoot. And she said, yes, my father taught me. And in the books, her father taught her uh, how to shoot because they would go hunting. And her mother died at a young age. So it was like a bonding experience. And he didn't, like, she was the only person company right. uh, he had. Wow. So that's what he had to do. And so I feel like that when you're making a detail like that, I feel like that has to come into play later. Like something's going to happen and she's going to have to use a gun Absolutely. and everybody's going to be like girl you used that gun that was so off. Right? You girl.
2: <laughs> what a shot.
3: Yeah that, that's true. Exactly. And, like, and her father like teaching her kind of at a young age it, I can't help it but when I think of that, I think of Mary. We had a conversation about Mary last time, digging deep into her character, mm. catching your father on fire. I mean, that blows my mind. There's so
1: much depth to her character. It,
3: and yes. she hasn't even said a word. Mm. I mean, well, can we talk about how Chrysler has an obsession
2: with, or has, yeah, an obsession with saving people that are murderers?
0: yes yes i I do want to give mary some context though because uh, in the books it's explained that she um has some sort of verbal like mental verbal problem that she she has an intact mind but she has a hard time like speaking and formulating uh her thoughts like out loud Mm -hmm. and so that's why she's silent because she has a hard time talking so um, I think that puts her in context better because otherwise you're just like, why is she not
3: saying anything all the time? I don't know. I mean, after catching your father on fire and, and John <laughs> said she tried multiple t- like it took multiple attempts to light the flame. It kind of makes me and not to take our defense or anything we don't know yet, but it kind of makes me think like, what kind of pain did you have to go through mm-hmm. in order to do something like that? Oh, Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I I will say this. I think that there is a commonality between the majority of these characters. Mm -hmm. I don't think that anyone knows how to properly express their emotions. And even Dr. Mm Chrysler, You know, he actually has some affection for Mary... And he doesn't know how to properly express that when he right. yelled at her. Even when he walked into the room and she felt his presence. She didn't see him, but she knew he was there and she she had that small smile. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knows how to express themselves. Even though he's this doctor of psychology and that studies the brain right. and why people do these things, he can't even properly express himself. So I think that yeah. that is also a part of his obsession. He wants to know, like, when the conversation that he had with, uh, was it... Um, Cyrus? Yes Cyrus. Yeah. The conversation that he had with Cyrus. that was such an interesting conversation. and, and even the conversation that he had with Sarah and John, he really wants mm-hmm. to understand why people do what they do. like he I feel like we're gonna find out something about him. Also, there's a dark part of his past. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, oh, maybe yeah. he's done
2: something, and maybe he's trying to understand why he did it. And that well, was my of,
3: question. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, no, go I just
2: want to say one of the quotes that Sarah said was why rather than the what. We're figuring yeah. out the why rather than mm-hmm. the what. And
3: that I was my is, question, mm-hmm. because he's so uh, so passionate about figuring out what other people's, what he said, about uh, opioid, opioid is. Like, what? what's your drug? What's your thing? I want to know what his thing is. Like, we, we still haven't known. So he's asking, you know, John Moore, what do you do when your father doesn't approve? Or, you know, when you lost your brother? Or Sarah, what did you... Like, he's asking all of these questions. What's yours? He's like, a great deflector. Dig- he's a deflector. Oh, definitely. And he's <laughs> super dark because the moments when he asks um, John Moore in the very first episode what he saw on uh, the little boy on the roof down to Cyrus when he was giving uh, descriptions about him killing whomever it is that he killed it was almost like this like bloodthirsty like some type of energy a that craving was so, a cra- yeah. yeah a craving I, it was just it was a little disturbing and so I, I mean in a good way it kept us you, you know they're intrigued, all, they're all weird everybody's yeah. weird we like it the article, you know the article uh
0: Alice sent us this article that was you yeah. sent mm-hmm. this article yeah. oh, sorry we're on a chat we're on like a <laughs> chat thing and sometimes I forget like who sends what yeah so there was an article,
2: I forget where it was from. I think um, The Insider. The yes, insider. The Insider.
0: With, uh, it was an interview with Luke Evans. And he says, everybody on the team is alienated in their mm-hmm. own way, which right. I like that. They're, it's like a team of outsiders. And they each have their own reason why they're like an isolated personality and mm-hmm. why um, they might not fit into the like, natural social mold. Um, right. But and it's,
2: it's about overcoming that and coming mm-hmm. together.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Exactly. It makes them also great.
3: Yes. Yeah, that's why they come together. And, and I, think, you
2: know, I think they're going to become more alienated as the episodes go on because one of the other things that Sarah said in this episode, um, which I think also Moore said to Chrysler, was, um, yeah, we'll see how you are when you would like to be alone. So. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna alienate himself even more. So, which I think we saw a little bit of in this episode because he's just getting kind of—he's kind of ticking everybody off so much mm-hmm. yeah, that everyone's right. like,
3: "We don't want to talk to him right. anymore because you're
2: really being an a-hole." Yeah,
3: and not just being an a-hole. He has a connection, such a close connection with the killer. It's almost yeah. like, like okay, the the picture that was on the wall was that Dr. Chrysler. I mean, we we see a guy who has a drink. There's a drawing on the wall, and the guy, which. Maybe we're being led to believe it's the killer. I don't, I don't really think so. I'm not buying it. Um, but he kind of gives, like, homage to the picture on the wall. Was that Dr. Chrysler? No, that was Dr. – that was Moore, and that was his brother. The drawing on
2: the wall. Was uh, Moore's okay. brother. Well, that's what I thought anyways. When yeah, he I, does I, the I, cheers.
3: I haven't – I don't know if we've seen it yet. Maybe I'm missing something. I, 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 I
1: definitely think it's a love one. I, I thought that maybe it's his, it's his father
3: right okay i don't know
1: definitely a loved one or a relative definitely. or something right. something i think
3: that's another hashtag it means something <laughs> i mean like we said we had a lot but um that was that was really deep
1: and, and i'm glad you said that because jordan bryan thank you for joining us this week he oh, said jordan. uh how do you guys think the killer is going to react to knowing that there is a group of people on his tail and starting to understand him oh i mm-hmm. think he loves it i loved mean him.
0: we uh, one of the things that um You know, you have Chrysler saying he's evolved, Mm -hmm. and then you have the killer literally waiting around after these scenes. Mm -hmm. Like when in, in, uh, I think it was the first episode when he -hmm. he gave Chrysler the tongue. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Chrysler goes after him, but he's like just there. And then in this scene where he's waiting around with the victim to like listen to right. what they're saying, he's obsessed oh, knowing he's, that they're oh, yeah. that they're following. Him. He loves it. Mm-hmm, he's getting yeah. off on it. If, yeah. if anything,
3: it's making him stronger. Yes. It's making him more passionate. Like he. It, it's almost like a good and bad thing. Like, you want to figure out who it is, but if he knows that he's coming for it, he's going to kill more children just to kind of play this game. I mean, it's so. It, it, it's.
1: Ugh. He's definitely getting off. If yeah. you ask me, well, I think I he mean, was getting like, off on that photo at the yeah, very end of the have, episode. We say. did yes. have the
0: the Chrysler referring to the psychos, Psychosis sexualist book, um, yeah. where it seems like he has like a sexual obsession, but at the same time, I think he has a fame obsession. It's like right. he mm-hmm. was hiding his. Uh, He
3: was hiding his kills at first and now he's making them more open. Mm. It's something definitely sexual like to to speak on that book it's it's funny that you know obviously Dr. Chrysler has read the book and he's um, encouraging John to read the book like hey maybe you can understand like kind of bringing him to the dark side a little bit Mm -hmm. which we all know John struggles with anyway, but In regards to the book, uh, the first edition uh, of that book was in 1886, so roughly like 10 years prior to. And it's uh, one of the first books that talks about, or that that people, doctors can reference about sexual behavior, and it it actually comes, I kind of want to mention this, it talks about four different types of uh, mental states with sex crimes, like pretty much the why. Behind the What that mm-hmm. Dr. Chrysler is so obsessed with. But it talks about four different um, state of minds. It has uh, one, a sexual desire at the wrong time of life. So maybe referencing age. Mm-hmm. Um, then the uh, next one is insufficient sexual desire and then excessive sexual desire, and then just the misdirected sexual, so uh, things like um, homosexuality, bisexual, uh, any kind of fetish that you might have, like kind of like a redirected that's outside of the norm. So Mm. that whole book kind of uh, talks about that and the fact that it's kind of like handed off, it's kind of a really big clue in this. So it's it's really deep. Mm. Because
1: back then a lot of those people weren't, they were misunderstood. Right. You know, like those boys. And I mean, sexual, anything outside of, like you said, the norm, it was just so deviant.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. So, like,
1: I'm pretty sure that, like, his parents probably didn't understand him. He just grew mm-hmm. up being alone. So, that's probably how he developed this fetish.
3: Right. Exactly. Well,
2: and I think, you know, they talk a little bit in this episode also about kind of the things that the traits of the killer. And I think obviously we know that he likes heights now. He likes maybe water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the other things that he really likes is just he likes to feel like people like love him back. Like, mm-hmm. because all these boys, yeah. like, one of the things they keep talking about is that they all feel so comfortable with him. Oh, so, obviously, great he really likes yeah, that, so like, I mean, literally ingesting them. Yeah, yeah. That he gets and that he can give and be like, yes, oh, I'm giving these,
1: these are great. Such great. strong great. points.
3: But but why kill? Because them? he because they're vulnerable.
1: He gets them to the point where they're so vulnerable, and they trust him, mm. and then he completely takes their innocence.
3: Yeah, that their word... eyes,
1: their ability to see, oh, their ability to true. taste. Those are vi- like those are senses that oh, a lot of people like don't take for granted. Like, how would yeah. you feel if you weren't able to
2: see and to taste? And that's uh, true. Well, and I think if we just look at like psychopaths. Um are <laughs> like murderers I think you know most of the time even like with crime you're more likely to be the victim of a crime by someone that you know mm-hmm. and I think even like other famous like movies like Hannibal or you know like he befriends her mm. to the point where she actually stops believing that he is a murderer yes like you yeah. know,
1: ah, so that then he doesn't able feel to bad ta- for what he's doing, and mm. then right.
2: he's able to turn the tables because wow. now she trusts him. Yeah. So, I think this guy is also has a few of those same traits.
1: Listen, we are your alienist guys,
0: right. okay? And like, are everything's all the
2: way <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving a little bit
0: away from the murders, I would like to talk about <laughs> something a little more, um, a little less gruesome, which is the love quadrangles. Um, okay. I sensed something between Mary and Chrysler, and it looked like they might carry. Kiss in the next episode. Yeah, um, really and intense. then obviously there's a sexual tension going on between Sarah and Chrysler. I think that scene where she's like she's like, oh, you like to be alone. And he's like, oh, you're dressed for going out. There was a lot of, like, innuendo there where there was, like, (laughs) I mean, she's basically asking him, do you really want to be alone? Because I'll be here with you. And then he's saying, are you dressed to go out? Because I would rather have you be here. Right. He's Um, like, because you look mighty good right now. Yeah. And And then more kisses Sarah in the car. So you have all these very complicated relationships.
3: It's so awkward. But but she's she's
1: just so not there. She's just not. I know. She's not. (laughs) She was like, and
3: I'm turning off. Right. <laughs> it was just like, huh? Uh, hashtag unbothered. <laughs> but she, but she says the at the. The party, which was a little strange, the uh, the the Vassar reunion that she mentioned mm-hmm. with her friend, and mm-hmm. they were weirdly like trying to find a killer that winked at them. How weird is I that? I love I love the <laughs>
0: juxtaposition though of like having a murder as a party game where everyone's like, "Huh,
3: oh, this is right?" Isn't this and then there's great. a real
0: scary murder happening in the as city. As they say,
3: yeah. But but she says, um, you know, her friend is like, "Oh well, maybe you do have a bow, or you know, I think." Like she just called for. And she said he's a doctor (laughs) that that's.
0: She, I would think she was just describing Chrysler right like, I think I, that's what it's Absolutely. Right?
1: right you know we uh, kind of saw this coming we predicted this in our very first episode did. <sighs> that's true I don't want this though I don't want it no I don't, I don't like I don't, it I don't, I
0: don't like it I like the I'm a Sarah if we're shipping on a murder show um <laughs> 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 I, I do this on every show I'm on it could have nothing to do with that and I'm like I ship that taco and that burrito oh my gosh <laughs> um so, I definitely ship uh, Chrysler and Sarah. Really? Yeah. Really? Really. I think that's because I have a crush on
1: Chrysler myself,
0: and that I find Sarah so fascinating.
1: You know what? I find Sarah fascinating, but for some reason, even though... I just want John, I'm you know, I, I, John annoys me, and, you know, I want him to pull it together. I just, I feel like they're going to, Some, you know, I kind of want them, you know, to do they're whatever. they old, old friends. Yeah, from, but I feel like, know. I feel like Chrysler and Mary. I don't know why, but I'm like, See, but Mary's, it, it's so deep. Mary's There's very something. murdery right
0: now. But why <laughs> uh,
1: I think I think that would low it's key fine. turn him on. I think I think, say, I I think, think he's that's like set me I on fire like, Mary. <laughs> right.
2: I think that's what he likes.
3: Well, Weirdo. that scene
2: where like after they had the little kind of like skiff and then she's in the kitchen like with the knives and then yeah. he like comes in and it's all like, "Ooh, is she going to do something?" Or, right. He's or, like, "Take
0: my shirt." She's
2: like, "I have a knife." Right. And yeah. then it just was like, "Never mind."
3: And that in that so called shirt, speaking of the whole Oh, he got so ink mad. Sla- he got really upset. But the fact that Cyrus was like, "Doctor, you have blood on your shirt," he's like, "Oh, it's ink." Clearly, we know that it's not ink. And Cyrus, the fact that he knows that it is not—I mean, Cyrus has seen blood. That's kind of like—are they killed are, someone? Right? Are they thinking? Um, you know, is this like the moment that we've been waiting for? Like they've always known Cyrus and Stevie and Mary have always known that Dr. Chrysler is kind of dark, and it's like oh, they no. kind of expect like, it. It's like no. who, who are you somebody. trying to fool? Like, right. who, like you know,
1: it's like he won't like remove the mask. Right.
3: We'll figure out. I think next episode. Do you guys I think, think he really killed relevant. somebody?
1: Cyrus? No.
0: No. no Dr.
3: Chrysler. Oh, like,
1: we know he did. I
0: don't think so. I don't think so.
3: At I don't this think so point.
0: either. I think. I think he wants. Cyrus because he was like the savior of Cyrus and Mary like he I'm assuming he testified for Mary as well and that's why she's there too um he saved them and he probably wants to be seen in a certain way I mean we talked before coming in here Mm -hmm. about how he he got so mad at Mary for being in the room and like ousted her right um and it uh Sarah mentions that uh, it's because he does he doesn't want her to see him have emotions, mm-hmm. so he probably is lying to Cyrus, even though they both know it's a lie. Just to, just to try and make Cyrus see him in a certain way, or fool himself into thinking Cyrus sees me this way. I have to be this way. That's mm-hmm. a good point
1: too. Yeah.
0: That's a good point.
3: That is like a good
1: point. Yeah um josh josh t also made a really good point uh he said it was mentioned that the boy was strangled um i'm wondering does he strangle his victims to death before he dismembers them does he destroy their bodies as fun for the police to find Ooh, that is true he yeah. does strangle them
3: interesting That's that sounds a really like a sexual thing too that just- i mean but this is all sexually, yeah. uh, sexually charged. I mean, like like we said before. I mean, that's a really good point. We we he likes the chase and the fact that mm-hmm. he's leaving these clues and everything like that. That's a really good but point. But does it him.
1: also mean that he shows empathy towards them as well, so that they don't have to to feel, mm, that, feel the
3: pain of the to cut. really feel the pain? You know, that's kind of because he does yeah. develop
1: these relationships. So I assume that he also has developed some type of feelings for them to a certain extent because he's been he, he visits them consistently. He developed these these friendships, mm-hmm. these relationships. So does he do that to kind of put them out of their misery before he has fun, right. like Josh
3: said? I mean, the Brothel boys did say that they were being protected by, you know, something out there. And they mentioned in the last episode that they were mm-hmm. wanting to fly away. So maybe they... Kind of in the midst of that that time spent at the brothel, they're kind of like you know pillow talk, like you're venting to someone, and then they're mm-hmm. maybe taking the venting to uh, a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. So that's well, great. and I think
2: um, Chrysler implied or more, I can't remember which one. Um, that obviously the maybe the strangulation happens during some sort of sexual act with mm. the with the child, you yeah, know, right. because he said right. that, that's like that's what they do during. Mm. You know that
0: bondage and yeah, like that yeah. So yeah. um, I want to get on to our field trip, but before we do that, do you ladies have any last like
3: clues or anything that really stood out to you? I was uh, super. I mean, we still don't know what happened to John. You know, they just kind of slipped that under the rug. Yeah, but, in the know. book, he's not well, raped, but
0: in it seems like he is here. Right. And Poor then it guy. seems weird because he
3: doesn't seem to care about. And yeah, I'm like, they just like you know, that all over. no pants. Yeah, yeah. Right. didn't find pants, and, and the the captain or chief said, "Oh, he's oh no." Captain Cotter said he won't be walking for a week. Like oh. Don't do that. Right. Listen. I'm so. like, this is... None <laughs> of this is okay. This is not okay. <laughs> he was just trying to show face for Sarah. want <clears throat> oh, to be there in
2: front of Sarah. Horrible. Probably
3: not. <laughs> but that, that was
0: the only thing that was on my shoulder. <sighs> also, can we just briefly talk about how unhelpful Sally is? I love how they track Sally down in the alleyway, and they're like, give us information or whatever, and Sally's like, I'm going to tell you nothing. <laughs> he,
1: he's smart. He knows oh, yeah. that he is being watched. That's right. true. He know, look, look... The the ch- live chat has just been amazing today. I want to thank everybody who's joining. But they definitely said early on that they feel like Sally's going to be the next victim. Well, that makes sense. That's what it I makes mean. Where's... sense. Because you predicted. want,
0: well, you, I mean, if you're if you're building a novel or a series, um, you want the person to care about the next victim, Right. so you introduce this character that people
3: are going to care about, and then you murder them so they're more invested. And Sally is so vulnerable, and yeah. we mentioned, like, those are the type of victims that the killer goes for. So. And then not to
1: mention, he made that statement, they said, well, how do you know who to trust? I just do.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and
1: that is setting him up yeah. to be killed.
3: Uh, <laughs> Please yeah. don't kill Sally, guys. Okay, oh, don't well. kill
1: me, Steve, but uh, I, need to, <laughs> I need
3: to grab
2: something. To talk amongst the <laughs> Okay, yourself. so there's one other thing that I wanted to mention, and this is just like another <laughs> um, tidbit that we got in the episode. Um, someone said in passing to somebody else that they were angry because Roosevelt closed all the saloons on Sunday, and so mm. I think that's yeah, going to be... Yeah, trying to clean up the town and right, pissing people off. Right, so know? I think we're going to see a lot more moments of like the regular folks in New York being mad oh. at Roosevelt and I think mm. that might cause some additional scrutiny or problems for them if there's more murders well they're already
1: plotting uh the old captain Mm -hmm. or police chief or whoever he was he he said that remember they said that they were gonna i think uh, slander his name with a with a false article Mm -hmm. about him Mm -hmm. so it makes sense they want to get him out of the way because he's trying to do the right thing and of course they're corrupt
3: he's not going anywhere I know onto our field trip. Onto our field trip. Sorry, my
0: notes about the field trip were in my bag. And I was like, I can't tell you anything. Because I don't have my notes. Um, so Michael Kaplan designed the costumes. We have pictures on all of our social media, which you're going yeah. to follow so you can get a free book. Um, or have the chance to get a free book. I don't want to promise everyone a free book. Uh, if you go to the Paley
3: Center, you
0: can. Yeah, if you go to the Paley Center, you can also get a free book. Um, He has nearly a four-decade career. He had never done period costumes until now, and he talked about, uh, both in the video that they had at the Paley Center Mm -hmm. and um, in an article I read about how he did extensive research for this project. And one of the most interesting things I found was that the Lego mutton sleeves that um, Sarah wears so often in this, um, they were famous for less than ten years. Right. So they're so iconic to this time period, but it's very brief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like and, slap yeah. bracelets, guys. Yes. Only famous right. for eight
2: years. <laughs> they could come back.
3: <sighs> yeah, it was. It was really interesting because he he talked about like really priding himself on not just assuming oh this is what it'll look like and kind of think back and say oh that looks old i mean like he really talked about how he had to embody that age and uh dakota said on one of her one of her interviews that all of the buttons all of the detail like they were real she was like you know on some shows some costumes you it looks like a button was really a snap that sort of thing but she talked about how uh, she felt honored to wear that sort of uh, detailed costume that took so long, wow. took so much time. And thought, they, so.
0: they made them for the show instead of, you'll have um, costumes here and there being pulled from different yeah, costume warehouses. Um, but they made, at least for all the main actors and some right. of the extras as well, they they made their costumes.
2: Yeah, One of the dresses that we got to see was actually the... Um, gown she wears at the dinner party in the mm-hmm. last episode at delmonico so that was kind of neat to see that since we just watched that episode that beautiful green dress for those of right. you that and are the, caught yeah. up on all the episodes but yeah, yeah that was really
3: cool that was our first time seeing her out of her work mode too mm-hmm. and it was like you know she had her moment of sass, sass yeah. you know, <laughs> outside of the corporate yes. america is what we would like to call it nowadays yes. it's like you know, Friday after work type of dress. Yes. <laughs> so that was really nice.
0: The other interesting thing I found from this article about Michael Kaplan was that um, he said he had the color palette for Moore was grey and blue, and then for Chrysler was black and dark green. Mm. And I, I feel like and now that I've seen the costumes, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah really that's so makes
2: sense. and colors are important. Oh
3: yeah. And he also was the costume yeah.
2: designer for the last Star Wars, I believe, Rogue One both oh. of them yeah. both oh, of the last two so if you guys very like Star nice. Wars nice
0: he's also the Well he had done like a lot of like he's did flash dance which I was like oh my gosh flash dance <laughs> um, great costumes very iconic uh, the original blade runner fight club another iconic yeah. Um, movie and obviously nice. Star Wars is like yeah. Yeah. well, He so. did an
3: amazing job. I mean, the comments on Instagram, uh, they, it, they're like blowing up talking about the detail in the costumes. I love it. And so, yeah. he
0: said um, in this interview that he had wanted to do, uh, he had read this book and he had wanted, he'd followed basically had his agent follow the trajectory of the book rights because he wanted to do this particular project. Wow. So, it, it, this was like a labor of love for him. Yeah,
3: that's cool. The Paley Center, I think, is uh, it will be there until did we get a date on March? That? I think until March. Sure. And it's on my Instagram on on my uh, my page there, so you could probably find it. But um, it's free admission, so yes. if you're local, go. It's amazing. They have a lot of other um, exhibits. And things, things for Black History Month. But um, you can check, uh, take a look at all of the costumes there. You can get a free book.
1: Yes. So and, if we uh, run out, yeah, get
3: your own. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take uh, take lots of pictures and tag us in them. For
0: Absolutely. Sure. Was there anything yeah. you ladies wanted to say after like looking at the costumes and anything that it made you feel? Or...
3: Their their detail in. Um, the age okay the shoes and I posted it on my Instagram but the shoe difference between Dr. Chrysler and John Moore the shoes were really really worn you yeah. can tell that they took their time making the clothes look worn if they needed to be and um and Dr. Chrysler's shoes were just Perfect. Uh, and then the hat game. We mm-hmm. kind of talked about this <laughs> it's earlier. It's a strong hat game. It's yeah, a strong, strong hat game. Yeah. And I yes. feel like this panel this needs to really like embody that. But um, str- hat game strong, for sure. <laughs> you can always get down with a little hat game. Yeah, but I guess no. the only thing okay. I wanted
2: to say is just um, how... Of the times they were, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I was talking to you guys earlier a little bit about how I have like some hats from my ancestors and I also That's actually amazing. have a trunk full of some of their original dresses that they wore in the early 1900s for my great aunt wow um, that's phenomenal so that's really cool. and they're just like the petticoats and the the layers and the corsets and all these different things I mean the the costumes that they made for this show are just pretty much spot on so he did an amazing right. job it was really cool Very to see nice. the, a
3: lot of uh, a lot of the the fans said I, I saw a couple of comments that they wish that this style was still back in Dren <laughs> no
2: they don't the- not <laughs> in a hot LA summer right. they don't
3: not here <laughs> maybe in New York but, you
2: know. well they
0: mentioned in the article that uh, Dakota Fanning did have trouble at first because the corset was so tight mm-hmm. and it was causing her to like breathe. Yeah, and pass out. Yeah. So. so the corsets are not a blast. I've done I've done a period theater where you're like on stage wearing a corset the whole time. It makes you sit a certain way and right. it's great posture. Get the yeah. great posture. It's great posture yeah. but at the we same time when you're do done it. you feel like she felt in that episode where you're like get <laughs> this off. Of right.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah and I want to add that here in the live chat they agree a lot of people agree that they love the costumes Madeline jordan uh john so our viewers absolutely love the costumes too so
2: and i just want to um do a little shout out to our um fan of, the, of, the, of the, the fan of the week of the thank week. you i was like a lost her words there and um, one of our commenters from last week um luna said on our youtube that they thought that John has some severe psychological issues because his fiance left him and so he was talking about or she was talking about um, just some of the, the inside of John's mind and that he's really trying to relive a moment and trying to hurt himself almost with the intimacy that he has with the with the woman that he goes and sees the prostitute right. um and so he's continuing to beat himself up emotionally for something that happened in his past so i thought that mm. was good. a good comment that is Luna. Well thought of the week
3: i want to give an honorable mention because madeline um who is in our live chat right now thank you girlfriend she got introduced and kissed and hugged by luke evans ah! Honorable yeah. mention. With, I'm giving an <laughs>
0: honorable mention to my friend Omar, who also wrote on our iTunes. So don't forget to write on iTunes yes, too. im yes. I'm one,
1: two, three, Jackie B. Where can the where
2: can the people find the rest yes, of Yes, you? you can find me on Instagram
1: at Miss Katie Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kandor TV.
2: And you can find me at Alice L. Ford on Twitter and at Alice's Adventures on Earth on Instagram and Facebook.
3: And I'm Takira Shabray. You can find me on Instagram and newly to Twitter at Takira underscore Shabray. Thank
2: you for joining us. See you guys next
1: week. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit
0: AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz
3: TV. Buzz, see you later.